Hi guys, um, I guess this is the first episode. Happy New Year. You are now listening to episode 31 of the No Shame in My Name podcast. I'm your host, Juliana, and today we're joined by a special guest. So my name is Myra Quadri, and I am a sports conversationalist, broadcaster, content creator, um, man of many things, essentially. Yes, Myra, well, thank you so much for coming on. It's a pleasure to have you today. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Last week, um, what can you like give give the people like a peek as, as to where, what platforms they can find you on that, like, and who do you support, by the way, because it might change the progression of this well, conversation. <laughs> uh, so I support Chelsea, but um, essentially, I have a podcast called Stoppage Time TV. I also work for a publisher called Versus, so I have a few podcasts there. Um, I've featured on CNN, done some stuff with um, another brand called Copper 90, done some stuff with Sky Sports, etc. So various things here and there, but my bread and butter is Stoppage Time TV and, and Versus. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not too happy about the Chelsea comment there. Not that I'm a supporter. Who do you support out of interest? If anyone, um, it will be Arsenal. Come on, you Gunners. <laughs> I see, I see, I see. To be fair, a lot of people just kind of, by default, end up at Arsenal, maybe because of, like, family relations or just the heritage of the club and what they've done for, like, you know, people like us. So I can't yeah. be too mad at it. I'm not too fond of Arsenal, but um, I respect it either way. I respect it. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm just going to go straight to the first question that I ask all my guests, which is, what name are you bringing to the podcast and why? So the name I'm bringing to the podcast is my first name in full, which is Alua Mayawami. And the reason why I'm bringing it to the podcast is because not only does it hold a lot of meaning in its actual form, but kind of the story of how I got that name and how my life's panned out, um, very interesting to me and yeah kind of summarizes my life really what is what is the meaning and story and behind that name so the full meaning in that long format is god has brought me joy and then the shortened format which is my way is bring me joy my your wa. um and essentially my my mom gave birth to me three months earlier than she should have so i was premature mm-hmm. So I was born in February instead of being born a few months later. And it was a complicated delivery. And my mum's grandfather, my mum's father, my grandfather actually passed during that time. And it was a thing where kind of not a lot of people would have probably known my mum was pregnant because she was quite slim. If I look at the pictures now, it's like, hold on, like, how did no one know? And then in order to kind of, go through that process of giving birth and she had to be like induced and had to put like um, drugs in her and everything. So I was then born early. We both kind of made it through, thank God. And it was just this situation where it was kind of that blessing you didn't expect to come at that time had come. And it was like, wow, this is all crazy. And she hadn't thought of a name yet because it's like not all the way down the line and there was so much going on. And she was actually on the phone to an aunt back home in Nigeria. And they both kind of said at the same time, I lit from the story I've been told, like Maiwa, because in their head it's like God has brought me joy. I didn't expect this joy to be brought upon me. And 
just yeah so especially with the passing of my grandfather and me being born it was at that time of um within a family where it's you, you don't know how to feel you've lost a really key significant part of your family the head of the family at the same time this is someone that was like a key man in his community and then you've just mm-hmm. got this new joy that's coming this new refresh of life into the world and it's like it's almost come at just the perfect moment because not that a void has been filled but you have reason to be happy when you might have been in a place of sorrow before mm-hmm. and just through that like my my relationship with my grandmother because I spent a lot of time with her I was like the only grandchild at the chat time etc my name almost kind of worked before me in terms of I was bringing people joy and then growing up there's loads of different trends where no matter where I've been and not that I've gone out of my way to do it I've almost just been put in situations where it's like okay you're here to kind of make sure that people have joy in their life or are happy and if you fast mm-hmm. forward kind of like 25 years now i'm in a space where i'm essentially creating content for people's purposes to make them happy and some people get angry by it of course but it's just kind of that entertainment and making people enjoy stuff so yeah it's loads of different points in my life i look at my name and it's like oh, okay it's actually working on my behalf essentially have you always, so I've got two questions actually, have you always known the story of your name and growing up, like what was your kind of interaction with your name? Was it just, oh, it's just my name or did you have this kind of story kind of lingering over all, most of your experiences? So I, I came to terms with it as I was growing up, not when I was too young, because I mean, sometimes you can't grasp that sort of information. And I guess for, for me, Growing up, when you, especially when you go to like primary school and everything, and you've got like Yoruba names and everything, people always tend to shorten your name. So some of the first memories I have of my name is people kind of shortening my name, and then I'll come home and then they'll be like, "Mum, be like, no, don't let them call you Mayo, let them call you by your full name." Do, 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 do. You get to secondary school, you want to be called and you make your name like Maze or shorten it down. And then, but as you grow, you start realizing, hold on, no, that name holds a lot of weight. I don't want people to alter it or thing like that name actually holds a lot of, of weight. So definitely as I got through secondary school and got older, I, I, all of sort of adaptations of my name, I was like, no, my name is my, my actual name. And I'm sure, as you know, like a lot of um, people in Nigeria have like loads of different names or they have like a, a British name. I never really adopted mine. It was like, no, like this is, I'm running with my, my name name. I'm not going with like British name. I think I actually like my name. In terms of what it meant, I think probably more through my actions than about the name is how I learned about it. So some of my earliest memories, um, my mom telling me stories of me being a young toddler and I'll just come into rooms and I would be like a Coke in in one hand, a chicken bone in the other, and I would just be dancing and making a mockery and everything, and everyone would just be laughing, or I would go places and people would look at me and I'm, I would smile and my, my, my smile would light up the room and everything. And my mom would always tell me these stories about, you don't know that gift you have of being able to make people happy and bring joy to people. And mm-hmm. there's been loads of experiences in my life where I've probably not been the happiest person, and but me and my mom are quite close. It's always been me and her, and she would tell me, you don't know how you staying in this mood is affecting other people around you because you're usually the one that brings that spirit of happiness and joy. And 
you being down is inevitably going to make a lot of other people down because they kind of look to you to be this person that's happy and joyous and they look to you as a source and that's always kind of told to you but as you get older you start to marry that as your quotation mark purpose to what your name is and you realize hold on okay there's there's definitely something here i feel like as i got older through my my friendships with people i've always been someone that way more in line before I do myself. Like I'm the type of person that I'll go out of my way to message every single person I know that will probably be going something just to make sure that they're okay. And I started to I started to realise I was getting older that's not because of anything. It's probably because of my God given purpose and this name I've been bestowed upon that that's just naturally who I am. Just to make sure that people are joyous, to make sure that people are okay and everything. To just just be there and everything and it's funny because we're in a situation now where we are in lockdown again and my first thoughts for me are not oh gosh what's going to happen to me it's almost like what about all of my people what about my friends that are teachers what about my friends that are pts what about my friends that may work in retail they've lost their jobs oh okay do i need to call anyone to see if they're okay do i need to go on you know FaceTime anyone do i need to send a message of encouragement to a group chat and everything and it all kind of pulls together for me that's why I always I've always known that and I always feel like names are really really important because I feel like your name goes before you in so many different situations like let's say you're going to interview they're going to look at your name and know you by your name or if anyway your name actually goes before your works before you so yeah the, the what that name means and what it's kind of meant for how I behave is a really big part of, of yeah my life and my story Some people now, like, they name for the sake of how it sounds. Like, oh, that sounds like a lovely name. Do you think that names are more about the meaning as opposed to the sound? I think it's, like, of course, some people want the name to sound nice or I don't want to say palatable because that's definitely the lack of the wrong term, but they want the name to sound nice. But, I mean, my son is turning one soon and the name I gave him is Mikhail, which means who is like Yahweh. Because I'm quite a spiritual person, but in terms of like when I look back on my life and everything that's happened and how he, my son came to be, it was like, yeah, God, who is like God? There's no one like God. But even his other names, like, uh, it was all about the meaning. And I think it's quite important because, like I said, in terms of wherever you go in your life, sometimes people may never ever meet you, but they will see your name. Like, random examples email chain they won't see your face they'll see your name even random things like when you leave secondary school the hoodies like they've got loads of names all people people just almost tend to see names if they see a face to a name or something else to a name it's of added benefit but your name means so much it's kind of like the the beginning entry to your identity and I just feel like, yeah, it, your, your name holds a lot of weight. Like people might be speaking about your name in different rooms. Your name holds weight. So it's important that your name in any way, shape or form means something to you or to the story of, you know, the people that gave birth to or your family. Like a lot of people I know, their names have relation to kind of how they came to be or a story of their family, especially that with with yeah, Nigerian families so a lot of us tend to have loads of names and it's almost because your parents will give you a name and then people around you that know the situation will give you your own personal name from them 
about what you mean to them. And by the time you know it, you probably have five, six, in some cases, 17, 18 names, but to each person, you mean it means something different. So yeah, the names, um, they mean a lot. They mean a lot. I love what you said about um, your name goes before you. I just think that's just a beautiful way to express, like, that's true. Like, sometimes people might not actually see you, but they'll hear your name before. Like, yeah, I just found that very powerful when you said that. Yeah, it's like me and you have never met per se. And of course, we've got a mutual friend who's an amazing person. But all I I've really know of you is your name. Mm-hmm. So it's such a powerful thing i think that even if you you strip it back to the uh, something i mentioned earlier if i knew now what i knew then i wouldn't allow people to sort of like remix my name for their convenience or i wouldn't have even done it for myself because now as i'm older i know that that name means so that it's such a powerful name it means a lot that why am i letting someone adapt it because it's more palatable for them to say it a different way and I feel like the generation now, growing up and everything, probably a bit more different. Like they're aware of these things, they're a bit more switched on. But I, I've had people that call me Malwam, Mayonnaise, all of these different things. And it's kind of like, oh, hey, hey, kiki, ki, everything. Yeah, right. But at the same time, it's like, no, my name, if you knew what my name means and how powerful it was, you wouldn't come and start remixing my name for me. Like my name holds weight. Like, so definitely as I've, as I've grown up older, I've definitely reinforced that. Mm-hmm. And have people, like, how receptive, I mean, you work in the sports kind of entertainment industry, like how receptive have people been to like learning your name if they find it difficult to say, or like have people found it difficult at all? I feel like with everything that's going on at the moment, like people make additional effort to make sure that they don't get names wrong just because yeah. we're, we're in a space where representation is key, diversity is key. Um especially within sports media where there's been such an uphill struggle so so long to kind of see like, you know what, people deserve an equal playing field. So now I'm going to situations where if I'm in these rooms and they can't even try and pronounce my name properly, it's like, hold on, okay, so what are we really doing here? So I've not really um, experienced that per se. And of course, like I did mention that my name is my name and that's how I like it to be. Of course, people that know you will have nicknames for you or certain things, which is cool. But for me and someone for the first time and it's Mayo and they go, oh, how are you Mayo? No, 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 we're not doing that. No, my name is my name for a reason. We're going to stick with that. And just to go back to something you, you mentioned before, like we're in the middle of a crazy pandemic. I wanted to say, where do you, where have you, Linking back to the meaning of your name, where have you found joy um, in these times? Um, I found joy through kind of being alive and well. I feel now more than ever, good health. If you didn't appreciate it before, you have to appreciate it now. Um, through my my little boy as well. Like I, so during the initial lockdown and everything mm-hmm. because I was on furlough it just gave me this time where it was just I had so much time with it and I would have never probably had that time previously so I've just found mm-hmm. so much during that kind of just like being able to see him grow every single day it's a situation now where it's a stage where the world's supposed to be going back to normal he's supposed to be going to after nursery and it's like okay well no you're still in lockdown again I found joy kind of having that opportunity that I would probably not have had if the world was operating as it should be. So that's been where I've kind of found 
joy. And for me personally as well, kind of being in the space that I'm in now. So I've been probably actively doing stuff within sports media, et cetera, for probably about four or five years, but I've only been full time in it for like the last three or four months. And that was kind okay. of like a transition of having to graft for so long and do so many different things and work a full-time job and podcast at ridiculous hours. So I found joy kind of fan. I've known my purpose in terms of my name and how I am for people, but I've also found joy in finding what my purpose is in terms of career and that aspect of my life as well. So yeah, I've had a lot to be joyful about recently, which I can't take for granted. Amazing. And um, I mean, I don't know what the world is going to look like um, when your little one, your little boy is growing up. But I mean, when he, if he encounters someone who kind of, I don't know, struggles to say his name or tries to mock his name, what kind of advice or words would you kind of want to leave to him in the event that he might possibly listen to this podcast in the future? For me, it's about kind of, educating people about like what your name is sometimes like for instance <laughs> typically someone like me if i go into a meeting room and everything and i go my name's my Williams. typically in especially corporate rooms and everything people might go like oh that's a really exotic name no it's not exotic it's just a bit it's not your it's not <laughs> it's not exotic it's you know you may not have come across it before but it's definitely not exotic with my son's name it's funny because it's Makayo is like a biblical name that not a lot of people know about, but it's it's there. But people might say, "Oh, you mean Michael? No, not Michael. Or you mean Mikael? No, not Mikael. Mikayo is actually a name." So um, yeah, it's just about sort of reinforcing what your name actually means because yeah, everyone, your name is your story essentially. So yeah, it's quite important to reinforce that for people and not be shy to as well. You've spoken a bit about your name being Nigerian, Yoruba. Yeah, yeah, Yoruba name. But do all your names pertain to this theme of joy? Different meanings, different different meanings for for names. Of course, like being Yoruba, like you have more names than you can <laughs> remember sometimes. But um, no, all different meanings. To be fair, so to be fair, my Igbo name is Chukuma. And okay. I believe that means God knows. So you've got my situation around my birth and everything, which is kind of like a moment of joy. And then you've got my Ibn name, which means God knows in terms of God knows what he was doing when everything happened and everything. So again, it ties into that story quite nicely of how I came to be. So yeah, I think like my mom did a yeah, pretty decent job of kind of, I feel like especially in that moment, all my names meant something really specific to that moment in her life and me coming to the family at that time. Wow, that's beautiful. Sorry, I'm just deeping actually what you actually said about the story of um, your mom and, you know, losing your granddad. And yeah, I think it's, sorry, I didn't even like deep how powerful that story is. For me, it's, it's interesting because, I mean, when you're in that sort of situation, obviously when you're young, you won't really know what's going on and you grow up and then as you get older, people tell you stories about this great man that passed just before and you will never meet. And But I, I do feel quite spiritually connected to my grandfather even though I never met him. But 
as you get older, because people associate your his passing and my birth at the same time, it's like you. It's almost like he came back through you. Like we can see him in use, etc. And because me and mum are quite close, a lot of people will see me as my mum's son, but as my mum's father almost as well, because of that relationship we have. So it is definitely um, a prominent part. And as I've got older, become even more prominent that the names, me coming at that time and not coming on at nine months, it's all kind of like for from a higher meaning, for a higher purpose. For someone who's maybe listening, who maybe doesn't understand like the the depth of some, the meanings of some names, whether they're biblical or whether they're Nigerian, Yoruba or Ibo or Ghanaian or whatever. Um, how would you kind of encourage them to educate themselves or like what kind of questions should they be asking if they come across a name that they don't know how to pronounce or say or spell? Like, It's a good question. For me, I always feel like everyone's different, right? And it's always... Well, the first one is, if you're not sure, ask the person. And I don't think people get offended by that because, like, there's so many different types of names. Like, I've come across the name Siobhan before. And the first time I ever came across that name, I, I wasn't too sure. And I was like, oh, would you be able to explain it's like Siobhan? And I was like, okay, so how did, you know, can you explain to me how that is? And someone explained to me that the, the B is there because of X, Y, and Z and everything. And it's like, okay, that's really interesting story. And you get to know that bit about that person through their name. It's their introduction. But um, yeah, definitely ask a question. There's nothing wrong with asking a question. Um, I think the second one is don't just, because you think it's easy or shorten someone's name or because you've seen someone else be, be called a name or shorten name, just assume that you can come and just do that because everyone's got different relationships with people. I've seen it a few times where someone comes into the room and tries to call someone like, let's say someone's name is Chukuma, and they come in and be like, oh, you're right, Chuks. It's like, no, you're not that sort of, you haven't done the entry level, you're going to level 10. We have to slow it down a little bit. You can't just, just be shortening people's names. So, um, but yeah, yeah, those are the two ones probably. Don't be afraid to, to ask. It's not offensive to ask how to pronounce someone's name or the story behind someone's name. And don't just assume because someone else has shortened the name or you've seen that name shortened before that that person wants their name shortened for any reason. Name etiquette. I feel like it should become a that's, thing. That's it. Name etiquette, exactly. My final question then is, um, if there's one thing you can say about your name or names in general, one lasting comment, I guess, what would it be? About names in general? Um, it's a good question. Names yeah, are well, part of our identity, so we should embrace them. Um, yeah, our names go before us in every work of life, so we should really embrace what our names are, what our names mean, what they mean to us as well. So, for instance, I've spoken about what it meant to my mum and what that meant for my life, but what that means for me is quite important as well. Yes. No, that's great. No, I've actually really enjoyed that. Wow. I don't no, know. Really like, as well. It's quite um, therapeutic almost. No, that's good. It was good to just hear you like relay, recount, you know, the stories that I'm sure your mum has passed down through conversation like this, maybe like just talking. Yeah, literally, literally. No, but I, I really enjoyed it. It was good fun. 
Well, thank you. I always ask, like, do you have any socials where people can follow you or like see you? What kind of football stuff you're talking about? Yes. So my socials are my name, well, my full name, Maya Quadri. So that's M-A-Y-O-W-A-Q-U-A-D-R-I underscore. That's Twitter and Instagram and essentially all sorts of, like basically all of my work that I do is essentially there and it can link you to the football podcast the commentary all of that sort of stuff the funnies because yeah I love the funnies can't can't not have the funnies but yeah that's that's my my social essentially cool sick now it's been a pleasure to have you thank you so much thank you for having me listening to the No Shame In My Name podcast. Until the next time, bye! forget to like share and follow our content we're on instagram at no shame in my name pods